Welcome to Talking Paragraphs. I am your host, Daniel Finney, former journalist and future teacher. And with me on the line from our Memphis Bureau is the three-time runner-up to the Alfred E. Newman Lookalike Contest, Paul Russell. Wow. How are you today, you know, sir? I came close one year, but then that was the Pete Buttigieg year. Yeah, yeah. And it just kind of blew away the competition. I'd, I'd done some dental work. Um, That's true. If you hadn't, if you hadn't like Aaron Judge, if you hadn't uh, cleaned up that gap in your teeth, everything, the glory would have been yours. <laughs> or, yeah. or that, that woman from... <laughs> from Dirty Dancing who had a nose job and then couldn't get a job. Uh, uh, we we'll, we'll, we're going to refer to a co-star from uh, Dirty Dancing later in the show. So this sure. is serendipitous. We have a new format. Uh, we've decided to do away with uh, multiple blocks and just... Uh, go full force rat-a-tat-tat staccato style on our topics and today we're going to be talking about uh marvel's shang chi uh the first real week in college football troubles with uh mcdonald's shake machines and uh the one funny thing that jay leno ever did with also with uh tiktok of the week but uh, I want to begin today with uh, some back-to-school takes. Uh, the very first one is that I'm getting around after surgery. And I was trying to do so on a cane. And it just wasn't working. The doctors upgraded me to a walker. Which is not interesting, except for the following thing i had to get tennis balls for the back of it uh and uh paul had mentioned when i told him this that uh he enjoyed the crisp sound of a tennis ball can being opened and so because paul is my friend here you here's the audio of that buddy you ready for this are you are you braced I'm, I'm lying down, uh, supine. That that was it. It sounded like a Coke uh, being opened or Pepsi or uh, well, in fairness, it, yeah, it does. In fairness, they're not can, uh, like they're not metal cans anymore. They're plastic cans yeah. with a metal top on it. So. I, I was yeah. hoping for more from it than there actually was, but well, we're we're saving the environment with yes. a new can, I guess. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, it's something. It's something I did for you. Uh, it's not. Uh, yeah. It, it's like it's probably better than a plastic football to the testicles. It was better. Yeah. <laughs> The other back to school take I have is that I am taking a Shakespeare class, which is required right. for my Eng- English in- language arts endorsement. 
I'm I'm enjoying you taking that class more than you probably are. <laughs> it would be more enjoyable for other people than it is for me. The the right. guy, yeah. he's a southerner. I don't think we should hold that yeah. against him. But he uh, comes in the first day and starts. He basically says, without saying it directly, I don't really want to teach this class. I'm a Chaucer yeah. guy who's oh. clearly a different guy than Shakespeare from like a couple hundred years before. Uh, but I can teach this class, you know, wow. let's go around the room and talk about your enthusiasm for the class, which yeah. he could tell by looking at the class roster that a lot of the people were there from secondary ed because they had to take the class. Sure. So, sure. So there's the part of me that says, why are we bothering with this? Like, it really doesn't matter well, whether I'm enthusiastic to do this or not. The point is I have to do it. So can we just get to the that, part where that's we're doing good, it? But that's a good life lesson. Like, look, uh, I'd rather be doing something else. You'd rather be doing something else. This, this is something we have in common. Uh, I'm doing this to get paid. Uh, hopefully, you know, you, you guys will eventually get paid from doing this. Uh, that that's a life lesson you'll, the you'll be a teacher well you'll be a teacher and it's like you'll be telling your kids like look you kind of have to be here until you're 16 you know enjoy yeah. your lunch you know try and get something out of this class uh swing by for breakfast you know. why not I, you know if you go to college you might need a transcript you know with which this class will be a part mm -hmm. uh so, um, you know, make, make the most of these things. Uh, you had, uh, I, I had not thought about that, but it, I can use that later. I will, I will mark that down as been, to what not to do. You've been, uh, you know, you had a major surgery and that takes the body time to sure. uh, return to its full use. And the professors were very uh, lenient in terms of like, Oh, well, let's make some different arrangements and yeah. uh except for I this guy good of them this this guy oh, really? he didn't return any of the emails three of which yeah. and he didn't return a fourth email because i because yeah. on the it's a long story but there's a way you check online what's due but that you can't oh, uh -huh. access the syllabus and i'm yeah. like how do you download the syllabus because it's you can't from blackboard and he didn't answer that email so i emailed a friend of mine who's in the class and she's like yeah we told him it, that you couldn't download it but he just said that you could you know like mm -hmm. oh, okay uh and and honestly i was confused by this because wow. I, i've only taken college classes at drake and i've had Ooh. teachers who were over enthusiastic about their subject like they yeah. they weren't their level of enthusiasm didn't overmatched the class by quite a bit. Yeah. And I've had teachers yeah. who maybe weren't very good teachers. This is yeah. the first teacher I've ever run into who's like obviously lazy. Like they're just yeah. not, they're not even putting in the very minimum effort to, uh, to get through this. So we'll see if it improves. Uh, I've marked that off with my number Dixon Ticonderoga number two 
that we've covered this topic. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, we're on. Oh, right. We're on now to Marvel's latest uh, installment in their never-ending series of stories. Uh, sure. Shang, Shang Chai and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to the theater to see this movie. I think it's the first movie Great. that I've seen since the pandemic. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't wear a mask. I woke up the next eye with a big headache and I thought, great, I've got COVID, but I think it's uh-huh. just, it had been a long time since I'd had caffeine. Yeah. Um, cause when I had two cans of Mountain Dew, the headache went away. Um, yeah. And as far as the movie goes, I'm just going to say this, like uh, the narrative that was pushed by the media and the Disney PR machine was, look, everyone, we have an Asian superhero now. And yeah. to what degree that was successful, I have no idea because I am still a white guy. I would say this about the film. It was fine. It was mm-hmm. about as good as Black Widow in terms of my level of excitement and engagement which was medium uh if you were the kind of person who got excited by kung flu kung fu flicks and reruns like on saturday afternoons then i think you'll have a or like crouching tiger hidden dragon back in 2001 i think you'll have a good time at this and if you know anything about eastern or asian uh like folklore because there's a bunch of creatures and you know dragons and other stuff like lions that i have no idea what they are but having like some exposure to like anime and manga and stuff it's like i've seen stuff that looks like this before uh Mm -hmm. but i don't know what the hell it is uh and and maybe it's nothing maybe it's just brand new for the movie they just made it up but I kind of think I kind of think it's more like the Black Panther movie where they had uh, they tried to include a whole bunch of stuff from Southeast Asian culture yeah. or or whatever the fuck I don't know. Anyway, it's a fine movie, but if you're nervous about breaking your quarantine, it's probably not worth <laughs> it. Um, well, I will say that these movies do very well overseas. Uh, yeah, uh, that uh, there there is a movie going culture in, in Asia, so right. that's, that's good for them. China's never uh, going to end up the enemy in a Captain America movie. That's that's just how it's going to be. But but they might like uh, an Asian hero, the the Mulan movie. I think Disney was excited for that. Uh, I know yeah. they alter they alter some of the plots around to. Uh, make things uh, fit into the culture of that demographic, uh, you know, the, uh, the Asian demographic, which fair enough. Right. Like uh, when the, when the I, NBA I had, was playing in, in China, they didn't have free speech. They were fine with it. Sure. They were fine with it because well, they were being paid lots of money. Uh, the Yeah. The Asians were fine to not hear comments from the NBA people so that that's that's what happened that's right. what the NBA did and that's fine I, I had a couple ideas um yeah do you want to guess the plot I, Let, let's uh, I, well, I do I, do I don't I, I don't want to guess the plot because 
you know, I've said, you know, I, I like to remember the things that I like to remember them, not necessarily how sure. they happened. So, so sometimes I feel like I just pretend stuff happened this way or, sure. oh, this, this would have been a nice plot. So uh, how would you envision this that plot? Way. So uh, I'm thinking of like some movies from my youth, like mm-hmm. uh, Jingle All the Way or um, Home Alone. So right. it's like Shane Chai, the hero. Yeah. Uh, I guess he's the hero. His mother-in-law is coming for Christmas. And uh-huh. the t- the ten rings were a present from his mother-in-law, but he, you know, they lost them. So he's they're having to find all the rings, mm-hmm. you know, to wear for dinner. He's uh, and he's you know he's got an awkward-looking Christmas sweater on too. That was a gift. Mm-hmm. So it's just, the movie is just trying to find. Does the uh, does the sweater have like a, a ten rings design on it? Could be. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of like uh, flashy colors, you know, over the top color uh, to it, like a like a lot of the uh, the bad Christmas sweaters have. Uh, that 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 was one concept. The other is more like a Cannonball Run thing, mm-hmm. where this this rich person has the ten rings, and uh, you you have to like cross the country and find as many as you can and. The winner, you know, found the most. So something between Cannonball Run or it's a mad, mad, mad world. That that it's, kind of a film. So that's uh, how I was imagining this film going. Just something well, fun, light. The, the truth is, you're exactly your first guess was exactly right. It, it is Christmas. Oh. It is Christmas themed. Uh, it's sure. just that uh, the Asian characters are they're gathered around and they're singing uh, the Twelve Days of Christmas. And they get to to the five golden rings, and and the, the uh, uh, Shang Chai's sure. mom's like, "Why only five golden rings? You can get ten. You could do better." Yeah. Yeah. And so he goes on a That's quest right. that involves a lot of kung fu fighting to get ten golden yeah. rings. Yeah. So there you go. I like it. Yeah. So uh, good job, Disney. Yeah. Uh, moving on, I had one other uh, note on back to school. Uh, we have to do these okay. icebreaker exercises uh, in yeah. education classes. They're harmless right. but tedious uh, because who cares what you know about me uh, and what I know mm-hmm. about you? We're all here for the same purpose, which is another check mark on our way to a, right. a license. But uh, so I, the poem, they gave us a poem from, I can't remember the name of the author. But the poem was like where I'm from. And she did use different images oh. from her, her life to show, uh, to, to try to tell the story of herself. And I did it. And I, I had a reference to uh, MASH and a reference oh. to the Rescue 51 squad from Emergency. And I realized as I was reading this that there are young people in this class who are going to think I was yeah. a veteran of the Korean War. Sure. Or that, or that I was actually on an ambulance at some point. That yeah. they're not going to understand that these were shows that I watched. So I, I felt kind of guilty about that, but I was also amused. Yeah. 
Well, anything older than the Afg- uh, Afghanistan war, which has been 20 years, uh, would would feel old uh, in their defense. Yeah, I mean, a college freshman today would have been born in like 2002, 2003. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Afghan war had already been going on for two years before they uh, uh, rolled out of the rack, as it were. Enough of that. Let's get to college football. Uh, We are both uh, OU supporters. I watched that OU Tulane game in fits and starts because it was very frustrating and nerve wracking. Uh, Tulane. Well, Tulane was was way closer than I anticipated them. But here's my theory, Paul. I don't really know anything about mm -hmm. uh, Oklahoma. Uh, or Tulane, but Tulane was fighting for the honor of the sunken city of New Orleans, the la- the lost city of New Orleans. So I think right. I think they were like the avenging sons of the the submerged city. That's that my could theory. Be. I sometimes I'll do something where it's like I I tuned in when Oklahoma was behind 14 to seven mm-hmm. and then they, they reeled off 30 straight points. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I didn't watch after the half. So the next day today, uh, ESPN tells me that this was a tight game. Right. And I look at the final score score. It's like, Whoa, what happened here? You know? And I don't know. Cause I just have the final score and it's a W which that's fine. Uh, I have kind of a general college take, uh, which I can get into. You know, you go through life and some things are always the same and some things are different. So tuning in to the opening weekend of the college football season, it's like I'm seeing the bricks at the Oklahoma Stadium. That felt very nostalgic. Uh, I saw a little of the Texas game and there was – some uh, students who had Texas and paint on their uh, on their bodies. It's like, oh yeah, that's a thing college kids do. That, that right. feels normal. There was a uh, a ref who blown a call, and the the announcers are like, oh, you know, this is the first game of the season for the refs too. You know, we're all kind of finding our feet. So there was a lot of things that felt very familiar uh Mm. but the the thing that felt unfamiliar or different is uh since my childhood till today the the goals of any given game have kind of changed for example when i was 12 you just needed to win right and when when you're scheduled you go to a good bowl game on New Year's right. Day. On New Year's Day. Yeah, just win as many games as you can. And if you win your conference, then here's the ball you go to. If you're if you're number two in your conference, well, here's the 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 bowls that are kind of the second tier, you know, the citrus bowl or the gator the peach bowl. bowl. Or the, yeah, yeah. Right. And but it's sad. It's like, oh, if you're the number two or three finisher in your conference, that, that this is your bowl. And the bowls could kind of 
they have a little wiggle room like, uh, oh, you're Notre Dame. Well, we'll jump you up the queue. Uh, no problem. Uh, and then it was like, hey, we're going to do this uh, BCS thing. So everyone needed to win by like 40 points mm-hmm. or you lost. Like even though you won the game, you, you would have lost because there's only so many slots. Well, the, B, the BCS era was just the championship game, wasn't it? Just two game, two. Yeah. They just picked two. Yeah, it was only two, and now there's four. And uh, I guess right. this year there'll be eight. Is this the first year with eight? Is that right? I don't know. I think it's a 64 uh, seed bracket. People just can't get enough of bracketology. Uh, people love brackets. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so. Some of that has kind of gone away, uh, the uh, the needing to win by 40 points. This year, uh, Oklahoma and Texas, they're leaving the Big 12. Right. And um, which a only lot has, of these games. Which only has 10 teams. To, to begin with. Right. So it, so yeah. of, the, of the five power five conferences, as they were once known, Two of them, the Big Ten, which has 14 teams, and the Big 12, which has 10 teams, cannot count how many teams are in their conference. Yeah. Well, uh, it's all in flux this this year more than most years. Um, It's funny because uh, Iowa State, they barely won their game. but Against the lower division foe, no less. Uh, I, I think Houston was playing the Power Five conference team in, in what was a tune-up for whoever they played. Mm. But it was funny because, like, Houston might be in the conference of whoever the Power right. Five team was because there's, like, four teams that are have put in bids to join the Big 12. Right. Um. So they're kind of auditioning for a new conference maybe this year, which is Can I get in here for a second? Here. Well, like Iowa State. Um, yes. That, I don't know if they have anything to play for. Like we're, they're not going to kick us out of the Big 12, but the Big 12 could disappear. Maybe they're playing to join the Pac-12 or – I don't know what the goals are this year. The goals yeah, seem – that's exactly right. Uh, what my, my take on that is like for Iowa State, every game is like critical because mm-hmm. either the Big 12 adds four teams and stays somewhat viable yeah. because they yeah. weren't allowed into the uh, alliance or whatever the hell they called it between the Pac-12, Big yeah. 10, and ACC. Uh, they they were not invited to that party, so they're not part of the super yeah. friends. Um, so for me, like Iowa State, like they have to stomp everyone they play to show that they're a viable program to stay in the in the mix of teams that could, in theory, one day compete for the national championship. I mean, they're probably never going to compete for the national championship, but they could at least be in the mix. Like in yeah. theory, Kansas, 
is in the mix because they're in the Big 12, but they're always terrible. This year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Kansas State sometimes is good. They're theoretically in the mix. But, like, probably those teams won't make it to uh, a, a new conference. So Iowa State, which has been historically terrible, has been pretty good yeah. the last few years. So maybe they got a well, shot to hook onto somebody's wagon train. But here's the thing. It's like Oklahoma and Texas, they leave, right. and that creates new openings. But they're going to take teams from some other conference that's beneath them, like the American Conference or sure. uh, the Mountain West or whoever is left. Well, suddenly those conferences need teams. Uh, you know, maybe you and I – is um, like they were motivated to play really well so they could join uh, the American Conference or the whatever that conference is. is it's just Michigan and Ohio teams. Yeah, uh, I think I don't know. I don't know that you and I wants to go scholarship. They're uh, they're yeah. the, their division, whatever they call it, but their division that used to be called Division Three. Yeah. Uh, whatever that's called now. I don't know that they want to commit that kind of money uh, right. or that they have a big enough uh, war chest to compete even at the yeah. low division, uh, at the low uh, championship series. Right. But, See, like, I think about, like, uh -huh. oh, what's the name of those? Uh, what's the name of that team with the blue turf? Uh, Boise State. Boise yeah, State. That's the, like that's Boise the classic example of the team that did really well for a few years and kind of played themselves in the contention right. for an upgrade. Well, they could they could get into the Big 12 right now. Because uh, <laughs> sure. there's, there's already vacancies before Oklahoma and Oklahoma uh, and uh, yeah, uh, Texas. Yeah, trying to get 12 so. teams. There was already an opening, yeah. Right. So, you know, maybe there's a team, a couple of those teams. I don't, but I think to back to your point before we move on mm -hmm. is I agree. Like, there's a, like, there's nothing that Oklahoma doesn't really have to worry about anything because they'll be gone by next year or the year after that. There's no way they're going to wait yeah. until these media rights expire in 2025. So, It'll be 2022 or 2023. Exactly. Likely. Next yeah. year or the year after at the very latest, yeah. as it should be. There's no reason to drag this out. Uh, the, the thing is, like everybody else that's left in the Big 12, mm -hmm. like they have something to prove so that they can try to get a spot somewhere else or yeah. uh, be, be higher in the pecking order in what will probably be the weakest conference in in the conferences uh, eligible for the championship. Yeah. Uh, but because, even even the even the cupcakes that they're playing now have right. something to prove. It's like we were just doing this to get a check, but now uh, right there's an opening up that we can see. Yeah. Uh, there's some space opening up above us. We we can play for this. I, my theory was um, just seeing the scoreboard and not knowing you and I's motives. Yeah. That there was like a back office meeting where it was like, hey, right. Hey, guys, 
we're, we're the best accounting program in the state. We'll we'll uh, we'll do your taxes for cost for the next five years. You know, just we, we don't even need to win. Just keep it close. <laughs> Our actuaries tell us that's enough to get us into whatever the next tier is. I misspoke earlier. Uh, I, uh, you and I at Division One AA, whatever that's called now, FCS, right. uh, I think, and they have scholarships, but it's and they've been very successful that way. I don't see them making the leap to regular yeah. uh, whatever the hell it's called. I, they keep changing the names, and I'm all of it. All of it to me sure. takes away from the fun. Of just it's a game sure. that somebody's going to win, uh, but uh, sticking with the world of sports, uh, mm-hmm. Major League Baseball's uh, cable to MLB TV has booted mm-hmm. uh, the uh, un- unvaccinated John Smoltz and unvaccinated yeah. Al Leiter from their studios. Yeah. Uh, and I, I really don't care about Al Leiter. Uh, I thought he made a pretty good commentator, but you know, uh, him getting the early hook is sort of, uh, a reminder of his days with the Yankees. Uh, but John Smoltz, I really think he has bigger problems than the, uh, than the vaccine. I mean, that guy was a spokesman for Roundup, which is a known oh. carcinogen, and there's billions of lawsuits about that. For all we know, John Smoltz is just riddled with cancer from spraying that yeah. stuff on the sidewalk, take after take, uh, for those commercials a few years back. So if, I, if he, I was John he, Smoltz, he I'd got... get an oncologist on the way home from the studio. So... So that's like take 54. You're, you're, you know, you need to hold that bag around up high. You're slumping. You know, yeah. I don't know why you're so fatigued. I don't, yeah. I don't know why you're so fatigued and uh, your skin looks so jaundiced, John. Yeah. But, What's uh, the, we're going to, we're going to do this commercial there on the last take. Yeah. Can we get makeup was, in? Was that lump on your back there before we started the commercial? Starting to show through your uh, golf shirt. I don't know. Can we get that lawnmower in that you also did commercials for to kind of yeah. obscure the lump? <laughs> uh, just place that strategically. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that'll be the biggest story. There is uh, John John yeah. Smoltz brought uh, laid low by Roundup and COVID. So yeah, yeah. You face some breaking news from Iowa in Memphis, which makes no sense, but that's how Twitter works. There was a tweet from the Polk County Sheriff's Office that you noted. That's right. I I either follow you or I was following other news or Mm -hmm. reports there in Iowa. So Twitter and its wisdom sent me a uh, a, a tweet about uh, someone who was getting some online harassment and they had alerted the Polk County uh, local police agency 
And uh, they were going to also look into alerting the FBI. And uh, then there was all kinds of responses underneath because, like, boy, this what, this was such an interesting tweet. What about other Batman? people? Did, did they call? Did they put up the bat signal? They could have. Um, and um, th- this ticked me off, as many things do, because uh, <laughs> I wasn't interested in these events across the country from me. Uh, but also, it's like, uh, there's very few jobs where you have to be online. Uh, most people just go online um, for kicks. Like, if, if you're seeing this kind of grief, uh, just let it go. Just don't read the, the thing, you know, uh, block this person. You know, don't, don't engage. You don't actually need to be online. Uh, so that's, you can like be less involved or as a society, we could be more involved and like, if you do this, we'll, we'll find you and cut off your fingers. Some Hammurabi's code situation. Right. Uh, it, it was one of these things that struck me as like, we need to care less or more. Uh, the, the level of caring we're putting into this is, uh, uh, Seems suboptimal. Obviously, you know, we do everything in our society based on the worst possible scenario. Like, I've never been robbed once in my life, but I might get a gun because I might be Mm -hmm. robbed someday. There's some percentage chance that will happen. And in this case, it's like there's some percentage chance that this online bully might be stalking someone you know and killing them i didn't read the story i didn't read the press release so i don't know anything about it so if i've said something offensive by all means bully me online um but you know i i do think that one of the things that i'm trying now that i'm on the route to become a Mm -hmm. teacher is sometimes i will see a story that i want to respond to or mm-hmm. some wise ass comment and I want to add my own smart aleck remark. And then I, yeah. I start to type it and I'm like, is this worth it? And, uh, and then yeah, I just you're, employ you're not, the, yeah. I deploy the, de- the delete key and move on to other right. things. You're not in the media now and it's not your job to have a reaction. So it's kind of up to you if you want to or not. Right. I mean, not being in the media means I can actually react to things with my own opinion, but then I'm like, everybody has opinions and I just don't want to get into it. So uh, that I would lean towards the more tolerant, just what say, whatever you want. I'm, I got a shot. Fuck off. Uh, so speaking of fuck off McDonald's, Yeah. Is being sued, or not being sued, being investigated by the federal mm-hmm. government, the Justice Department, yeah. over the uh, unreliability of their shake machines and their business practices around repairing them. Now, you and I right. have joked about this for a long time. Is it if there's one thing yeah. that's consistent in America, is it the shake machine is broken at your local McDonald's? Yeah. And 
at first it was sort of like happenstance. You're like, oh, that's odd. My, the McDonald's closest to me, the shake machine is broken. Like, yeah. yeah, you would say the same thing about the McDonald's by your work or whatever. Well, apparently it's a nationwide problem. Like whenever they went to this McCafe nonsense and added coffee and whatever, right. like these machines are notoriously unreliable and they, they don't, they're not cleaned and serviced properly. And the, right. the franchisees cannot repair them on their own. They have to use some specific repair company, right. which uh, apparently isn't very good at its job, which is bring, has brought the right. federal government down on this. And you, uh, you had some thoughts on this. Fire away. Um, well, my thought was you often see where it will be some federal or state prosecutor, the FBI, mm-hmm. and they're so excited that they brought down um, Martha Stewart or um, right. the Farmer Bro guy or um, uh, e- even Weinstein. Um, right. They were probably very excited about that. I think, if they, I catch, think there was, uh, if they catch this online bully in Polk County, Iowa, they'll be sure they'll be happy like, about that. Let's pat ourselves on the back for doing this. And a lot of time, it's like, uh, I'm not, I'm not watching Martha Stewart, but I, I don't really care that she gets her come up. And um, this, this farmer bro guy he seems like a jerk, but um, uh, I'm not on that medication. Um, <laughs> Harvey, Harvey Weinstein, his life's pretty horrible as it is. Yeah. Um, you can send them to jail, but I, I don't know that I needed uh, all the details here. Sure. If, but if there if there was one thing they could do to bring the hammer down, it would be these. Uh, it'd be these shake machines. I, right. I feel like that's the one time where you know a nation applauds. Right. Like uh, if the, the work of these people. If whoever they today's the J, if whoever's today's J. Edgar Hoover calls a presser mm-hmm. out on the steps of FBI headquarters and like, we have brought the yeah. shitty McDonald's shake machines to justice. We, we'd yeah, be appla- The president. only way I would applaud more is if they had the Hamburglar standing there in handcuffs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the great Is irony that, here. That, it, was that Mayor McCheese that Mayor McCheese, see, well, that was ineffective law enforcement. Mayor McCheese had put Chief Big Mac on that years ago, and nothing has happened. Ineffective law enforcement has led to this shake machine disaster. And I I don't know how the Grimace is still alive, to be honest with you. The only thing we know from the Clerks cartoon is that nothing can kill the Grimace. Uh, The only thing I would add to this is this seems like uh, a... Karmic justice for McDonald's because this was once just a restaurant in California owned by two brothers named McDonald. And uh, Ray Kroc comes along one day trying to sell shake machines, which he was bad at. And apparently the shake machines didn't work very well. So he got uh, involved with these brothers and ultimately hosed them out of their own company. Uh, yeah. so a failed shake machine salesman turned McDonald's into the international empire that it is. And now today those 
struggling shake machines, yeah. you know, version 12.0 or whatever they're on may bring the company oh, yeah. to the, to the, to bear before the full force of the United States government justice system. Yeah. hundred years later, the chickens come home to roost. <laughs> uh patty jenkins is in the news she's the director of uh wonder woman and its sequel Mm -hmm. wonder woman 84 uh she is shitting on streaming movies she says she doesn't see them and she Mm -hmm. doesn't hear about them and she's basically saying they don't count as real movies uh the only thing i have to say to that is wonder woman 84 was released in theaters and online uh i yeah. saw it online and that was fine it was a medium film was, uh, uh it was, was not nearly was as good scorsese, as the first. was scorsese standing behind her not in I, his head yeah i don't in know agreement i i understand the love of the cinema i do yeah. but here's the thing the cinema is one of those things that's still around but has gotten worse every year like it's not, yeah. it's not the event that it was when we were kids, where you had to wait in line. There was one theater and it was showing one movie, and it had like five times a day that you could see it, or six, or however many times. The, the screen was huge, the popcorn was cheap, uh, yeah. and you know, whatever. Like now, it's there's four hundred screens and. They're not that much bigger than the biggest TV you can buy at yeah. uh, your local electronics store. And some people invest in like pro- projection TVs that, sure. uh, and you know, they splash that up on a, on their wall. So I just, uh, you know, Patty, I get, I understand your fascination with something like that, but the pandemic put a real bullet into the theater industry, but, if if i had my druthers i would pay extra and watch movies in my own house because shang chi i went to see that uh because i'm a marvel movie guy but i i went to see it and i thought i would have paid more to see this at home uh because it's like some couple in there that had brought an infant into a sure which these are the people I never understand. It's an, in, an it's an infant, but they brought it into a movie where there's lots of like violence and and right. noise. Like there's explosions yeah. and you know kung fu fighting and people falling to the death, and it's just noise. Well, the kid, the infant probably had um, uh, what is it? The infants are in the little rocker the. No, they were just hand-holding this baby. This was free hands. Well, I know I'm saying at home, the baby's in one of those uh, right. things. At home, they probably, probably just has... give the kid an eyedropper of codeine. He goes out or she goes out I'm for saying, three he, to six days. The kid, the kid is in that the cradle right. that has the ring, the little ring structure over him that he can reach his hands out yeah. to grab the rings. They thought this kid likes rings yeah uh this movie has 10 rings in it that's a lot of rings right uh, this is a perfect fit yeah um but instead there was a lot of mythical creatures and what one play. correction i would make is they are called rings but they're more like wristbands 
So, <laughs> uh, to getting back to Patty Jenkins bracelets, uh, perhaps. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, here, here's what I tell her. Um, look, you're you're like the athlete. Like I'm happy to see the athlete score a touchdown or sure. hit the homer, but. I don't need to hear like, oh, what were you thinking when you hit this home run or whatever? Yeah. Uh, we, we actually don't need that. Just stick stick to making fun movies. Uh, spend less time uh, talking about movies. And, uh, Agreed. We'll all be better for it. Uh, Agreed. The Hollywood press is like the uh, college football press. Like, uh, just tell me what happened in the game. Give me the score. Like, I don't, I don't need any of your yeah. bullshit. Like when's the next movie coming out? You can tell yeah. me that. Uh, yeah, she's making a Star Wars movie that's like uh, uh, about X-wing flyers pilots, good. which sounds pretty good. Um, this in from California, where Patty Jenkins is presumably bitching. Uh, a Canadian woman was released from prison after serving. 27 years for stealing a VCR. Yeah. I have just one thing to say about this. Thank thank God she didn't steal a Blu-ray player. Like she has been in prison so long now that yeah. the v, that stealing a VCR which 27 years ago would have probably been 100 125 dollars, I don't know. Yeah. Uh maybe 200 bucks uh she's been in so long now that not only has the vcr gone out of fashion but so too has the thing that replaced it the dvd player and the blu-ray players on its way out uh with everybody just having movies in their streaming accounts so i feel like if i feel like they should alter that law like if you steal a thing and while you're in prison the thing that you stole uh becomes having no value to society other than nostalgia then you're free to go it's it's like oh you you stole a cotton gin well we don't really need that anymore so you know stop we're just gonna say no more cotton gin even for you you're free to go. You got nothing. Uh, that is, that's funny. I, I like that. <laughs> I, I'm reminded of Jean Jean Paul Jack or uh, stole some bread and played yeah. as Rob. Well, that guy would be in prison forever because we're still using bread. We're still using bread. Yeah, that right. guy. Uh, bread doesn't cost that much, but uh, I, I think he'd be shaking his head or shaking his fist at the PCR lady, like, how come she gets out? I, I was in jail for 20 years. Yeah. For the spread thing. I, I should have targeted technology. Well, um, that's what you get for being crime. a character in a French tragedy. That's all I yeah. can say about that. Yeah. So, uh, still in Hollywood, Jay Leno. Right. Who, you know, there was a time when people knew how to retire. Uh, that yeah. time has passed. Like Carson, he retired in 92, never heard from him again. Then he died. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's pretty much all we need. 
but <clears throat> Jay Leno uh, is uh, apparently going to host a daytime version of the game show You Bet Your Life. Yeah. Uh, which I, I hope, you know, Conan O'Brien is leaving TBS to go do his uh, HBO show. Max. Yeah, on HBO Max. If I was Conan, what I would do is hang out in the lobby uh, of You Bet Your Life and be like, uh, hey guys, I'm, I'm available to host if you need a yeah. host. Because that's basically what Jay Leno did when uh, uh, Conan got the Tonight Show. Leno retired. They gave the Tonight Show to Conan. Uh, yeah. His ratings weren't as good as Leno's, but it was uh, <clears throat> it was a host change. So Jay Leno was like, well, I'm just going to do a show in primetime before your show. And then after a while, they pulled the plug on Conan and brought uh, Leno back, uh, solidifying Leno's reputation as a, you know, sneaky dick because he'd already stolen the Tonight Show from David Letterman. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, I think he had already made a lot of money. Like it's not like he was uh, shaking a, a a can with change in it outside, like. Uh, if, if nothing else, it's like he's got that factory that he makes cars in. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I, I agree. Like, Leno, Leno owns a bunch of vehicles, uh, which is amusing. And uh, I would say this much. Uh, yeah. uh, that Jay Leno's garage that appears on some channel somewhere uh that's not too bad because i'm interested in old cars uh that's a good show is is what you're saying i I wouldn't go that far it's just uh, every now and then like i'll catch catch something about it on youtube or whatever yeah uh like one time he drove the knight rider car another time he drove Mm -hmm. one of the batmobiles you know that sort of stuff like he i think think he might have arranged for a race between the 1966 batmobile and the 1989 uh, batmobile that's amusing you know that's that's Great. worth watching but uh, uh, uh here's, here's how well, i break it down paul is i i'm uh i like letterman so the fact that he fucked over letterman uh i don't like i don't like conan and as a Drake theater professor that I used to know, uh, who uh, you had once said, I'd like to find the asshole who said Conan O'Brien was funny. Let's give him a show and punch him in the face. Uh, yeah. I, I tend to agree. Like Conan has a lot of, uh, I'm weird and icky humor, you know, masturbating bears and, uh, in the year 2000 you know that the nonsense pimp bot robot the what the pimp bot robot yeah pimp bot robot yeah that stuff is not uh not for me but whatever you know 
uh, Leno screwed him over, and that was bad plus for him. And now Leno is going for you bet your life, and I'd like Conan to uh, screw him over. And maybe there's some karmic justice there. I don't know. Um, I do have right. one positive thing to say about Leno. He used to have this show in which one of his bits on the tonight show i should say is he had this old lady who was named the fruitcake lady and she like people would record questions for the fruitcake lady and she would answer them very bluntly in a grandmotherly type way and I have a clip here that I found on YouTube that I thought was particularly amusing. Like California. And my question is, is it okay if I taste the grapes at the grocery store? Well, you know damn good and well what a grape tastes like. Don't you want to go in the store and taste them? You know, you just want a free, that's all there is to it. Either you buy them or you don't buy them. You don't go in there and eat them. So there you go. Fruitcake Lady was amusing. You know uh, damn good and well what grapes taste like. You just wanted a free grape, yeah. yeah. I, I'm going to argue that Leno, Leno stole that anyway because it was uh, Carson who uh, made all the fruitcake jokes back in the day. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. It's time, it's time for our TikTok of the week. Uh, Paul, are you prepared for this? I, I am. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, this is something I think you'll appreciate because you're an accountant. Mm. And as an accountant, you appreciate the uh, uh, full I'm accounting. Not able to put up with anything. Uh-huh. I'm able to put up with any, yeah, I any wouldn't, thing. I wouldn't say that, but this is a comedian. Uh, his name, uh, I don't know, he's a British guy, but he has uh, tallied the number of times that he has asked his wife uh, to have sex in the previous year. Mm -hmm. And uh, he has tallied the number of times he was successful and then mm -hmm. the reasons why she has uh, denied uh, sexual relations. And he's come up with a pretty good spreadsheet here, I think. So yeah. I'm, I'm just going to uh, uh, play this. Wife. During the last year, I have attempted to make love to you 365 times. I succeeded 36 times. This average is once every 10 days. And the following is a list of reasons why I did not succeed. It's too hot, 15 times. It's too cold, three times. I'm too tired, 19 times. It's too late, 16 times. It's too early, 
nine times. Pretending to sleep, 35 times. I'm not in the mood, 21 times. Mind my hair, 28 times. Is that all you think about? 83 times. <laughs> so there you go, TikTok of the week. That's funny. We're pretty, uh, pretty quality. We're hitting the fifty-eight minute mark, Dan. So all right, we well, let's uh, plan our our uh, departure. Well, we've got uh, zero hedge. It's it's brief. All right, well, uh, brief they, it up. They had a headline on this, and it, it, I saw this on the, the, the Twitter too. Yeah. This woman was arrested for having a uh, fake vaccine card uh, where she claimed she had had the Moderna vaccine as, a, as opposed to M- uh, Moderna, an A yeah. instead of an O. Oh. So there was various uh, wags, witty wags on the, uh, the Twitter box who were saying... Uh, Oh, my grandmother, she likes Moderna, too, with pictures of Madonna. Uh, also, uh, the uh, Tyler Perry character. Medea. Uh, yeah. Medea, that's it, yeah. 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 Little pictures of, of, uh, of that guy. Uh, so, I, I, I'm also amused whenever people seemingly do more work than just getting just doing whatever it was that they could have done anyway. Like if you got the vaccine itself, you would have been spending less work uh, than buying this fake card. And, and the, of course, then it got found out. You did the poor job with it, the card, the fake. Right. Uh, and now, now the woman's having to pay this great big fine. So uh, She's been brought to justice uh, by the same people. We're going after the McDonald's shake machines. That's good to know. Uh, I've got two final notes here. Note one, Rolling Stone magazine uh, botched a story about uh, Oklahoma hospitals being overrun by people taking deworming drugs to combat COVID, which is one of those fake ways to uh like it doesn't work but people it got into yeah. the wild weirdo ether and now a bunch of people believe if you take yeah. horse dewormer still, that'll take kill the covid yeah. and still makes more sense still still makes more sense than the crate challenge but true and all things before that that being said rolling stone interviewed some doctor who hadn't worked at a, at a particular health system in uh, two months and said that emergency rooms were overwhelmed and gunshot victims were being turned away and they didn't actually call the hospital who would have said that's not fucking true. Uh, Here's the surprise takeaway from this. Uh, I didn't know they were still publishing Rolling Stone. Um, and finally, uh, Paul and I are assembling what, what I will eventually publish on iTunes is a official talking paragraphs playlist. 
of songs yeah. that we both approve of. Uh, and yeah. so far, we only have two that we've discussed and agreed upon. I think we can get up to four. But for now, they are, I just keep on working for The Weekend by Loverboy. And mm -hmm. it's in the way that you use it by Eric Clapp. I think we can agree on Big Iron by Marty Robbins, but it hasn't it hasn't passed committee. That's it. Are that's, they... the whole, that's the whole sheet oh. of paper, Paul. Every single take well, that we pinned made it and we got it done. I was gonna I was gonna say more, but I we can't have this hard limit. Uh, I, this was your limit. Uh, I'm just trying to respect it. If you it got was... something to say, say it. Are these are these songs that have just come up within uh, a podcast? Uh, so no, like, the, it's I just, just music from the podcast, or it's just stuff we like. I just feel like it's songs that you and I have enjoyed together that we want to share oh. with the world. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's a money grab. Well, it's something for people to look forward to. Or not. This, this has been a. It's been a good podcast. We uh, we we went through. We crossed out a lot of items. How far over? Were we? About, like three minutes. We're, well, we're fine. We're in range. This is all fine. All right. We dotted a lot of I's and crossed a lot of T's. But I, I'll say there's time left to uh, you know exhort the listeners to be kind, behave, keep your head on the swivel. Uh, and uh, and, avo and avoid those McDonald's shakes machines. Yeah, that's right. All, all right, man. I will talk to you soon. Later, buddy. Thank you. Take care. Well, I guess we can close the file on that one.